who better to know drugs than uh, suburban high schoolers? Okay. Y regreso llorando. We are back. This is Tangents with me, Spencer Sellens, the eponymous Spencer Sellens. We're back this week. I'm joined by my fabulous fiance, Brittany. Hello. Please don't talk. I had you as a guest, but I don't want you to actually talk on the show. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. What did I just say? Fuck you. (laughs) That's love. No. Hey, so sorry for the delay, everybody. I've been out of the country for a little bit doing some shit. Uh, I thought I'd actually take the opportunity today on the episode to kind of discuss what I was doing. So actually, recently, I, I just got back last night. I was in the remote deserts of La Guajira, Colombia. If you had asked me a month ago about the deserts of Colombia, I would have thought that you were lying to me. Uh, to me, Colombia was just all just a jungle and stuff. Man, it's been uh, it was rough. But yeah, man. So I was there through work. Um, I won't go into specifics of who I work for. Uh, I will say that it's... Uh, Three letters together. Yeah, I work for the FBI. So this is a this is a uh, a psyop podcast where basically what we do is already we're on tangents. Oh boy, no, but hey, hey everybody, I appreciate you being back. I'm probably just going to delete everything I just said because I am rusty. This is a rusty podcast. I've been gone for a couple weeks. I'm also joined by the fucking cat. <laughs> God damn it, the cat! The cat is ruining this podcast already. I think I'm gonna have a diva moment, and uh, you can find me in my trailer. Okay, all right, Brittany. All right, it sounds just about right for this time of day. Yes, exactly. I look. I ha- I need to hold not just you, not just the cat, and not just myself to a standard. Okay, it's a high standard. This is a very high quality podcast. It goes a lot of time and preparation into doing other things besides this podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say this might be a perfect opportunity to talk about the the sting you had with the FBI, where you confiscated all that cocaine in Colombia, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then we mysteriously we mysteriously lost it on the way back. I don't really know. It's in your diva trailer. It, uh, bitch, will you I shut wasn't up? Supposed to say that, you huh? definitely weren't supposed to say that. I'm sorry. What are you doing? Oops. You're. I, I hate you. All right. We're not doing improv, okay? This is not an improv podcast. This is a psyop podcast, okay? <laughs> Now, I, uh, this was, okay, so, to, uh, to recap, so I was in, recap, was this one, to reiterate, I was in, um, the deserts of Columbia through my work and, like, this other organization, so we were, it was like a volunteer thing, and we were, uh, hey, hey, hello, hi, I know, I, I need you, that's why I'm talking to you. I can't, I can't glance to my left for one second. No, you can't. And now you have to leave. Yeah. I need you to leave. Okay. You're dead to me. Okay. You're gone. Told you. I'm learning to broadcast. Doing it. 
the goal is to be able to do this by myself or at least, you know, with uh, maybe if I get like a producer one day when I actually start making money on this podcast. Speaking of making money on this podcast, I got an email from uh, well, just a company, like an app company that it sounded kind of spammy at one point because it was like, hey, Spencer, we want to advertise in your podcast. According to our research, you're um, in the 1.5% of all podcasts. And if that's the case, wow, the podcast industry has crumbled. Oh, boy. God fucking damn it. What is this cat doing? What is this fucking cat doing? Jack. Jack. Piece of shit. I swear to Christ, I'm going to kill this fucking cat. I thought I was going to kill you. Yeah, I know. All right? It's just all going to be just a... Uh, a suicide by fiance. Don't fight me. I'll do the fuck I want. No, but anyway, sorry for so sorry for the delay. So sorry. It's, uh, this was a crazy week. So I was gone for a week. Uh, we were in the desert in Colombia, uh, in a state called La Guajira. Uh, we, reason why we were there is we were like installing like this sol- these solar panels and generators for like this local indigenous village that literally did not have light bulbs beforehand. They didn't have fucking electricity. Like it's a boarding school for like a bunch of local kids like scattered around through the state because it's all in this part of the country. It's all this, uh, inhabited by what's called like the Waiju people. And uh, they are like at one point they were like a completely nomadic people. They just they just moved all around. And it's all in the desert. And, um, where we were, we were at like this boarding school where a bunch of kids from local surrounding communities would like go and, you know, live and go to school and learn and shit like that. But they didn't have fucking electricity. They, uh, they're, they were literally like waking up and going to bed along with the sun. So they would get up at like four 30 every morning and go to bed at six. And I thought that was insane. Cause like, I'm an early I'm an early riser, but damn, dude, 4.30, like every day on purpose, that sucks. That sucks. But, dude, okay, so I wanted to talk about my penis. No. Um, no, I really, I think it would just be a good opportunity for, on the show for some content, because content is king, to kind of like talk about like what went, went down. There was... I know we we're talking about it earlier, but so the uh, the plumbing situation was about just as just as good as the uh, electrical situation because we were like shitting in buckets, not sorry, shitting in holes and stuff, and uh, showering in buckets. That was fun. Giving yourself a, a sponge bath like with the shower, so fun. You should really try it. I think you'd love it. Yeah, you should tell them about what you saw in the shower. There we go. That's that's what I'm fucking talking about. That's my fucking guest. I love you, girl. Fucking love you, girl. So you didn't step on your toes. Damn straight. Damn straight. Yeah, dude. Okay. So in the shower. Okay. So the very so the first night we were in this uh, in this community, they have like shower areas and little sections that are cordoned off to like for individuals and stuff. There's no running water, but so in the shower. Uh, there was me and this other dude. It, it you know, we we're sharing together, having a good time, you know, camaraderie. No, he was in the other side of the shower uh, area, and we, um, I was just doing my thing, you know, getting all sudsy, getting all. I do. I smelled so bad, so fucking bad. 
But anyway, uh, it was my homie Alex, and I just hear him on the other side of the area like, oh, fuck, it's crawling on my leg. And so they have out in the desert, there are these bugs called scalopendras. It's like a venomous millipede that's like nine inches long at least. Dude, this thing were fucking nightmare fuel, man. These things were insane. Like, I showed you a picture of it already, but it's... Imagine a nine-inch long centipede with, like, these two crazy, like, stingers, fangs on its ass. And, like, and venomous. It's great. It's, like, the perfect combination of, you know, uh, my, my, my nightmare. Being stinky, hot, and sweaty, and being killed by insects in the desert. Literally, I can't imagine anything worse. Can you? Yeah. Yeah, I can. Being stuck with me in the desert while I'm hot and stinky. Yeah, actually, I was going to say you're you're prone to complaining in situations. I have never so. I have never ever complained in my life about being uncomfortable. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what would be worse than being stuck in the hot desert with you? Being stuck at an airport with you. <laughs> Love you. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's insane. That's slander, okay? I am always a very polite and in a great mood when I'm at the airport traveling, especially for like 16 hours. Like that old Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal? That's If that was with you, that would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> We're very much in love. Yeah. Very much in love. But there's situations I'm sure that are reversed, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but I won't elaborate because I am, I'm a better, I'm a better partner. All right. I'm like the best partner ever. Okay. I'm also the most modest person ever, but anyway, back to do these critters. There were so many, there were so many critters out there that I never want to see again. We slept in like these, um, whatever they were called, they rhymed with chinchilla, chinchorro, these like giant hammocks that we slept in. And, uh, Every night or every time we sat on it, they advised us that you should always shake it out just to make sure there are no scorpions in there. I'd never found one, but uh, I think somebody else found one in theirs. Kind of wish it was by getting stung, but you know. No, I don't. Or do I? No, actually, it was a pretty it was a pretty awesome group that went down. There was no like clickiness or like toxicity or, you know. Drug smugglers, although I probably would have appreciated one or two, might have made things a little bit more fun in the desert. All right. And typical of my friends, uh, a friend of the show, Johnny the Cat, in a group chat with him, I was telling him why I hadn't set my fantasy football lineup for the week. I was in the fucking remote deserts of Columbia. And in true Johnny the Cat fashion, he asked if I did blow, which I did not, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. That I wasn't able to get some of that Bogota bullion. Yeah, that's my first question about Colombia too. But then my second question, South American desert, is why do you do ayahuasca? Oh, man, that'd be dope. I think ayahuasca is more in... Actually, I really have no idea. I've heard about it like in the Andes and stuff, like in Peru. And um, I think that's like, kind of like, yeah, in the Andes and maybe like Ecuador. I'd be super down to do some ayahuasca. Like I, I love me some hallucinogens. I want to go. I want to go just get lost in the forest and end up like, I don't know. Just want to shoot me to the moon, baby. 
uh, I think actually it's one of those things where maybe whatever happened to Spencer, like I oh, he, he uh well he got a hold of some ayahuasca unsupervised in the desert and he just kinda wandered out and now he is uh we have no idea. Maybe, Assuming maybe peyote's more of a desert thing? Definitely yeah. peyote, yeah, because I think peyote's from like inside it. There's like a peyote cactus or something, and it's like the like the gel. And this is what someone told me like in high school, so I don't really remember. It's like the gel layer between the skin and the meat of this ca- specific cactus, but I don't really know. And you know uh, who the authority on drugs are? Are dumb high school kids? So you know. You're goddamn right. Who better to know drugs than uh, suburban high schoolers? Okay. We have everything. Might as well also have crippling drug addictions. Okay? Actually, that same guy, um, he was telling me about this guy uh, who didn't like peyote or something. I think it was peyote. And he thought he was a glass of orange juice for a while. And like he just stood perfectly still because he didn't want to like move and tip out his orange juice. It was, uh, you know. And now that man is... I won't lie, that man was Joe Biden. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think that would actually make a lot more s- I think this is, ooh, this would be good. Okay, I think that Joe Biden should actually just talk about, like, he's not actually old, decrepit, and senile. He's actually just fucked up all the time. Maybe that might, you know, help him out a little bit. Yeah. I, I'd i probably vote for him in 2024 if he's just like, hey, man, I've been going super hard, super hard. I've been going so hard that people think, that he's actually just going senile. Maybe he's just a literal burnout. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd respect him more in that case too. How excited are you to, to, uh, for, uh, for Kamala Harris running for president? Oh no. Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg. No. The no. dream team. No. The the woke the the woke corporatist dream team. And I'm not using woke to like this is not this is not like some sort of like right wing podcast. But dude. There's nothing worse than the fucking corporate centrist bullshit liberal who also just puts on a rainbow pin for Pride Month, but also at the meantime, you know, uh, kicking people out of their homes and if raising I had taxes. To choose on between them. the two, I'd, I'd choose Pete. But um... I'm gonna look to you to spread that sense of hope to those that you know. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the first person to say this, but I'm pretty sure that Pete. I almost said Pete. He at Pete Buttigieg. He seems like a robot, man. Like he's a victim of MK Ultra. Like, do you know about MK Ultra? I've heard of that. Yeah, I just don't remember. It was like, um, basically, it was like mind control experiments that the CIA did, like back in the '60s. This is documented. It's not like um, this is not tinfoil hat time. All right, which might actually make a cool, cool segment, tinfoil hat time. Although I'm pretty sure there's actually, a, no, no, wait, never mind. This tinfoil podcast. This is not. This is not a tinfoil hat podcast. It does weird me out that Pete's uh, husband is younger than me. Oh, for real? For real. How old is he? He's like 28. How old is Pete Buttigieg? Like 42 or something. Damn. Which I'm not. I'm okay with the age difference, but it's just like weird that this guy's younger than me, has his life together, and just had these twins. Like, Well, it helps when you marry a CIA plant from yeah. Victim of NK Ultra, okay? Yeah. Watching that guy talk makes me really definitely believe that he was just brainwashed. I mean, he's... You um, worked for a company that was fixing bread prices. Uh, no. I worked for a consulting company that had a client that 
may have been involved in fixing, or was apparently in a scandal. I was not aware of the Canadian uh, bread pricing scandal until last night. He's just like completely soulless, and just you can just tell that he just wants to be president, no more than anything. Like I remember, I was what I was. There was a clip of him when he was running, or not running. He was. Um, they made him like transportation secretary. Uh, for the Biden administration, and he was he was doing like his acceptance speech or whatever the fuck you want to call it. He was he was talking about like I I just I love to travel and I just love infrastructure. And it's like what the fuck are you talking about? But also had a personal love of transportation ever since childhood. More than once as a college student, I would convince a friend to travel nearly a thousand miles back to Indiana with me on Amtrak. Travel, in my mind, is synonymous with growth, with adventure, even love. What? What is going on? Ugh, I'm getting spam combos. I still ham over Kamala. Um, and I, I just want to preface this. I am a very liberal person. Don't do that. Okay. Don't do that. Anyone, anyone who actually, because I, I do it all the time, and then I get mad at myself afterwards. It's like we're not saying like I'm a very liberal person, but like you know, Hitler had some good ideas. Like this is not, <laughs> but. Dude, anyone who – I would love to meet someone who actually thinks that Kamala Harris believes any of the shit that she actually says. And then you look at her tra- – and then they don't look at her track record. And like, oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Let's see. The whole time she's talking about, you know, like what was her thing during the during the, 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 the debates? Like I was that girl, Mr. Vice President, like yeah. getting bust out of the camp or bust out of the school district or something like that. And – Bitch, you did the same exact fucking thing and then put their parents in jail when their kids didn't go to school. Yeah, and I think that's my issue is she harms these communities that she says she's such an advocate for. And I'm very, I guess I'm very much like, I want everyone to be happy. I don't know, but it's just, it doesn't fit into my ideology. It's fucking, look. It's a show. She's a soulless, she's just another Hillary Clinton. This is a great conversation about Columbia. Oh, (laughs) tangents, baby. I'm I'm only talking about this because Kamala Harris was also on the trip with us. All right. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was great. It was great. She, uh, you know, everyone kind of forgot that she was there. Was Dougie there with her, though? She didn't really do it. Who's Dougie? Doug, uh, her husband. Oh, her husband. Uh, Yeah, he was there, but uh, he was just kind of like carrying her bags around and stuff. sounds about right. Sounds about right. CSU alumni for the win, though. Where did he go? Long Beach. He went to Long Beach? Yeah. So he's also an idiot. But he did go to USC for law school, so he regained some credibility there. Yes, thank God. Thank God. Because you know what would be worse than a second gentleman going to only a CSU? A second gentleman who didn't recuperate his life by going to USC. Anyway, Columbia! Tangents! Okay, where was I? Dude, okay, so... We were out in the desert uh, getting attacked by multiple different types of critters. I never want to fucking see that venomous scalapendra piece of shit again. Hello, Jack. How are you, sir? You good? Okay. Yeah, we're podcasting, okay? I know you don't know what a podcast is because you're a fucking cat. And all you do is... be with his mom all the time. It's sweet. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Everyone's going to think that we're weird like cat people now. Like all we do is people are going to think that we do crazy stuff like take pictures of our cat and pull all over the wall. I mean, I am. You don't have to be, but I am that person and I own it. I'm kidding. I'm saying that because we 100% do that. But 
definitely me more so. It's like a, it's like an 80-20 Cat, situation. Just fucking hitting all the mics and stuff. Motherfucker. Swear to God, I, cats are the worst podcast guests. Anyway, I digress. Back to Columbia. Columbia was fucking sick, actually. It's a beautiful country. I don't think I have any listeners in Columbia, but, uh, you know, if you are from Columbia, let us know. No, but seriously, Columbia was fucking beautiful, dude. Oh, man. Even the desert. Like, it's... I don't love the desert. I fucking hate being hot and sweaty because I'm a pussy. But even the desert, it was super... It was... I can't think of the right word, but it was just... It was beautiful, man. The whole country. But, uh, you know, it was not beautiful. All the goat shit. <laughs> Dude, okay. So, these... The local people, the YG, they use goats as currency. Like... So when we were on our way out, we were like in these four by fours, like going out to the desert where the community was, where we were going to be staying for the for the week. There, on the opposite direction, like going into town, there was all these like motorcycles of people riding motorcycles with these goats like strapped down to the motorcycle. So they because they were going to the market to sell them, and uh, it was weird because they were alive, but they were like strapped down. So you just see like this just almost not moving go at the back then the head like moving around it was it was nuts man there's so much there's so much goat poop out in that fucking desert though christ but yeah so why we were there we were there to like yeah to set up these solar panel racks to because like they did not have any electricity out there there was or no there was no uh what do you call it food preservation so like we set up these racks to give them light and um some freezers and a refrigerator and uh, I thought it was super weird, though, is even though we were setting up all this stuff, a lot of them had cell phones. And I'm like, I'm not sure where they charge them. So, do you know? No. Why in the fuck not? I don't. I'm, I'm trying to like <laughs> no, battery I'm, operated power. No, I, I'm just fucking with you. I don't know. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was interesting. <sighs> Man, I can't believe that Kamala Harris was there. I was going to say, with all the goats, you could have put together a pretty nice dowry for going into our marriage. Do you think I should have done that? You should have. you think it would have been better for our marriage? Like yeah, because coming... I don't know what you're bringing to the table right now. It's true. I don't have any livestock. Yeah. Dude. Neither do I. I need to start my farm. You don't have any livestock either? No. What the fuck am I so worried about then? You haven't done shit either. <clears throat> but I feel like someone has to go into the marriage with a dowry. Wait, what is and a dowry I... again? That's like what what the father of the bride used to promise the groom in exchange for marrying the daughter. Like, mm. I'll give you this much livestock. But in this situation, let's face it, I'm a more valuable commodity. So it should be you coming in with livestock. I, I mean, I won't say that you're wrong because I'm definitely, I mean, you're the breadwinner. By the way, speaking of breadwinner, homegirl just got a raise. Bruh, bruh. Thank God, because I am broke as shit. Yeah, but the phrase goes into effect when student loan payments also go back into effect. Woohoo! Yeah, dude, we're the richest fucking country in the world, and we're crippling an entire generation by making them think that the only way to do well is if you go to college, encouraging them, no matter what you do, go to college. Even though you can't drink, you're not allowed to drink yet, as a 17-year-old, we're going to make you get... And it's okay for you to get hundreds of fucking thousands of dollars in these student loans which will be with you to the day you die no matter what if you uh, or i think they're not even they're not even absolved after you die i'm pretty sure they just go onto your next of kin or your estate mm-hmm. like it's 
Can't be discharged through bankruptcy. By the way, Nothing. you want to know who wrote that into law? Kamala Harris. No. Oh, no okay. No. The big boy, Mr. Joseph R. Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Joe Biden's such a fucking soulless liberal um, corporatist. And I'm using liberal, not just generic left person. Like, liberal, as in like Adam Smith, as in, you know, plunder all these plunder these people for resources and then just to get the lowest buyer so you can get the most money off of it this is now a communist podcast by the way yeah i mean are there really any politicians who care about the public and aren't going after power and money besides um bernie sanders i mean for all we know that he for all we know i mean he is a politician so he's probably had to play the game a little bit but he is like the only one it seemed like at least the policies that he was advocating for were actually for helping working class people well, not just that, but he sticks with what he says he believes in. Like he's not mm-hmm. doing—he's not wishy-washy. No, no, no. He's not like, oh, I, I'm trying to do like a bad Bernie Sanders impression. How would you feel if like tomorrow he came out and like, you know what? We should go back into Afghanistan. I mean, that would be just very weird. But uh, I would love I Bernie know. Sanders just to completely flips it around and just starts—he just becomes like a fucking war hawk. Yeah. Like a paleoconservative war hawk. I think that'd be great. I feel at this stage in his life that's not going to happen. But I do I do have to say, I, I appreciate his transparency. Even if I, I agree with a lot of his politics, not all of it. Um, but I do really appreciate, like, this is what I believe in. This is my right to believe in what I do. And I'm, I'm not going to switch around my ideas about my policies. I believe in what I believe in. Yeah. Tangents. Oh, boy. This is getting very political today. This is, uh, this is, I wanted to talk about Columbia and I ended up talking about Kamala Harris, girl boss. And, dude, do you think Trump will win again in 2024? I hope not. Do you think he will, though? No. It depends on who runs on the Democratic side. I don't know if they're going to try to keep Joe or if they're going to try to get Kamala in there. If it comes down to Kamala versus Trump, like, that is the worst possible thing I can think of. Yeah. For this country. Um, I, I can't. If they did. Com- oh, my God. I mean. <sighs> I'd even rather see Pence versus Kamala. Like, as much as that pains me to say. Like, yeah. I think right. Ugh. What what the scuttlebutt is right now is that they want. They want to put Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg on the same ticket. And that sounds fucking awful, dude. Yeah. Jesus. I'd, I'd rather them run against each other. And, like, Pete Buttigieg narrowly, like, getting Kamala, but then not using her for VP, because obviously she's terrible at that job. She's terrible at, at, she's terrible at fucking any job she's had. She's failed upward her whole career. Yeah. It's fucking, I mean. She just just wants power. Oh, God, yes. That's everything she wants. Oh, God, yes. And it's Mm -hmm. completely, it's not, it's, I would respect her so much more if she was 100% just like, give me the power. Fuck you. Fuck your problems. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to be the girl boss. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like all her actions being that, but her what she says is different. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ugh. every time, every time I see her like give a speech or like there was this really cringeworthy, you, I think we watched it together because we saw it on, the, saw it on the internets together. Um, that's, remember she was, there was like this, um, she was doing this thing for like NASA and there was this, it was her with a bunch of like kids that uh, she was talking about, yeah, we're going to go to the moon. It's going to be awesome. We love it. And these kids are, uh, you know, seem like they're actually kind of into it. 
like and kind of into her. And it was, of course, she's super cringy every time that she speaks and tries to like be, tries to talk like a person of the people. It's always very, very forced and weird. You know, one of the most important pieces of advice that I can offer you guys, never let anybody suggest to you that you are what they think you should be. You tell them who you are and who you know you are and what you intend to be. Got that? Yes. Yeah. All right. So what is the most surprising thing you found about being vice president? And then, then it turns out all the kids were child actors. It's yeah. great. It's great because the only way to be in a room and actually like what Kamala Harris is saying is if you're being paid. Yeah, that's true. But uh, speaking of going to the moon and kids, um, <laughs> there's only one space camp left in America. I learned that this weekend. Sorry to throw that out there. But only one space camp left in Huntsville, Alabama. Shout out to Huntsville. Shout out to Huntsville. I just feel like that's such a cool thing. Like, why did they take that away from kids? Bring back the space camps. Bring back space camps. Um, yeah. Kamala 2024 and space camps. If we can get both of those, I think we're going to be just fine. I mean, I only want one of those. Yeah. But yeah. How about Let's Kamala Harris? How about Kamala Harris leading the space camp? I'd rather that than leading the country. Yeah. I mean, I, I would love it if Kamala Harris was running the space camp and then you just don't go one day and then she sends like the police to your parents' house and arrests them and puts them in jail. I think that'd be great because you got to stay on brand. Got to stay on brand, all right? Kamala's whole thing is, what is it? In the words of Tim Dillon, you're going to jail. Yeah. You're going to jail. And then all these kids will be like, the community is obviously against me if my parents get arrested for me not going into space camp. And then we're just repeating all the same problems. Mm -hmm. It's self-fulfilling prophecies. What is this fucking... I swear to Christ, Kat, you're the worst podcast guest ever. God. But the cutest one. I mean, I think I'm pretty adorable. I mean, you are. Different. different. He's a lot hairier than you. He definitely is. He definitely is a lot hairier than I am. Motherfucker. How about this? He's the cutest non-human podcaster. I guess I could I could go with that. What are you doing? What is this kitty doing? Oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I wanted to talk about Columbia and I've just been talking about Kamala Harris <laughs> this whole okay. time. Just just go with it. Just roll with the punches. We're rolling with it, all right? Tangents, baby. It's Kamala Harris and Columbia. Kamala's Columbia. Which maybe maybe Kamala Harris should run for dude. Okay, so speaking of government in Colombia, okay, so we were back to tangents on tangents. Um, so we were driving out when we were driving out in the desert to like the community. The uh, yes, Jack. Nothing else. Okay, so yeah, we were when we were driving out to the desert. The the driver was talking to us about uh, I guess so. He was talking, he was pointing out, he was saying that, look at those things out there. These are examples of of Colombian uh, uh, government corruption. So apparently, like, a common tactic, at least in that area of the country, for uh, government officials to be corrupt is, is uh, they'll build, they'll build bridges in the desert. Bridges over waterways that do not exist. Like and then just dump money into it, so then it can explain like why is why is there like a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars or whatever missing? Like, well, there's a bridge here. We built this beautiful bridge over you know the river, desert river, 
Dude, it was so weird. Anyone else thinking about Sarah Palin right now? Oh, man. That's what we need, okay? That uh, You know what? Thank you. That's what, I, that's what I'm passionate about, all right? Fuck Columbia. I want Sarah Palin yeah. and Kamala Harris to run on the same ticket, and oh, it's God. the corporatist ticket. I think it'd be great, okay? I want – because, look. look I, Kamala, I, start, I was going to say, I started this because Sarah Palin – wasn't that the bridge nowhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's why. In I Alaska? Yeah. yeah. In Alaska, yeah, like that. They wanted to build like a bridge over the Bering Strait between Russia and Alaska, which I think would be great. I think it'd be great. What better way to facilitate? I, I think that maybe we should allow Russia to invade us. What do you think? Do you think it'd be good? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. But they'll get to Sarah Palin first because she could see them from their house. Shout out 2008 jokes. <laughs> Am I aging myself here? I'm probably aging myself here. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, no one thinks that I'm like, no one thinks that I'm some Zoomer fucking TikToker, okay? Yeah. We all know that I'm actually 57 years old. Jesus, I hope not. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking 57, babe. How do you, did you not know this? Well, that, that's the case. You've been lying to me for almost seven years now, and then your um, mom is only 10 years older than you? I have been lying about that, but okay, what? What else have you been lying about? I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Where were you really this week? <sighs> right. <laughs> but I think that's, going back to that, I think that Sarah Palin and Kamala Harris together on the same ticket, I think that'd be a great way to start the fall we need. I mean, we're already as America, we're already on the decline. You know, we're we're ever expanding wealth gap between you know working class people and the point one percent. Our infrastructure is dog shit. We're like we're we're last amongst developed nations, like in our infrastructure. I think we got like a deep minus rating. It's ridiculous. We're the richest country in the world. Um, you know, but you'll go bankrupt if you fucking cut your finger off. And you don't have health insurance? Fuck, even if you have health insurance. I mean, wh- what better way to make a Marxist out of someone that just has to go to the doctor? I mean, even with health insurance, when I hurt my knee a couple of years ago when we first started dating, even with health insurance, it was like thousands of dollars. And like going to see a specialist, going to see a surgeon, and then me being a fucking dumbass and actually accepting it when they said, here, you, here take this knee brace home with you. By the way, if anyone, if you're listening, um, um, Tangents is not saying to ration medical care, but you should totally not accept anything that the doctor gives you because it's like four fucking times the price. Go buy that shit on the fucking internet. It was like $500 for this shitty fucking knee brace that I don't even know where it is anymore. And it wasn't even the right size. It was such bullshit. And you can't return it because fuck you. Great. No, but I think that Kamala Harris and, pa- and can't <laughs> Kamala Harris and um, what's her face Sarah Palin is she even is she even relevant anymore? I wonder if I even ask, if you ask someone who's like 20, 21, if they knew who Sarah Palin was, they'd probably be like who? Well, she ran for did she run in twenty sixteen against Trump for like a hot minute there? I think she did. I don't know. Let me look that up. Actually, I don't think she did. I think she's Maybe just it was been kind 2012, of twenty twelve. But I know she tried to run by herself at one point or announced a candidate uh, candidacy at some point. She probably did. I mean, she was still semi. She was still relevant in twenty twelve. 
I feel like one of her kids was recently on Dancing with the Stars. And I know that does not make her relevant, but like that yeah, was like right. the first time I'd heard from her in a while. No, I mean it's she's a fucking she's a fucking clown. I mean the only thing I respected about her is that she didn't give a fuck about how much of a fucking idiot she looked like. Yeah, she you thought, betcha. <laughs> you betcha. You betcha. What do you think that the uh the best thing about a Kamala Harris and uh, Sarah Palin presidency would be like? I mean it would unify some republicans and democrats i guess yeah, i don't right. know we probably go to war with the wrong country like okay. we actually we we did invade iraq again instead of iran like oh fuck why did we put sarah palin in charge of this you think you think you think kamala's bad at the border boy i cannot wait for sarah palin at the uh the, at the un okay i do have to say to sarah palin's credit that Unlike Kamala Harris, I don't think she's after power. I think she there's a lot of transparency with her, but she's just dumb. She's too dumb to be after power. She's right. Too... She's too dumb to get it. Like, yeah. I mean, anyone who's in politics, uh, what's the old adage? Like anyone who's in politics shouldn't be because that's all that's all they want. Politicians, they just want power. They want to amass power and they want to sustain that power and then leverage that power to help not only themselves but you know their what is the word? They're, they're keys to power, like those who got them into the place that they are now. And I guess maybe their family. Whatever. But yeah, she's uh, she's too dumb to for the power. I just She was someone that came out of nowhere and said a lot of stupid things back in the day. Yeah. Made a lot of good uh, fodder for SNL. That was, that was her. That was all we got out of it. But. Yeah. Yeah, we just basically got, you know, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure Tina Fey loved Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. That was what, you know. That was also back in the day, though, when politicians could, like, joke about themselves and be on SNL with all these people making fun of them. I mean, it probably went over her head, too, but, you know. Well, like, 2008 was definitely, like, the, at least in my anecdotal experience, it felt like it was the beginning of this hyper-polarization of politics, like, with the, the starting of the Tea Party, like, after Obama was elected, which was... Don't, no matter what anyone fucking says, no matter what any retarded like libertarian will tell you, it was completely based out of in opposition to Obama. And like, man, well, you know also what? when politicians were nice to each other on camera. Oh fuck that! They they're all they're they're all friends. They're all friends now. They just they just they just act like. I mean, you look at fucking like Kirsten Cinema hugging um who's that fucking demon turtle, Mitch McConnell. Like when they pass some the the tax cuts bill, I mean these people all are fucking demons. All right, they all they all okay, look. This is a joke, people, but they should totally get a guy fox into uh, Congress because this is fucking insane. Uh, that's getting cut. I'm pretty sure advocating for violence against politicians is not legal. Why did you make me do this, Brittany? Why did, make you Why did you make me start a podcast? I remember explicitly that that was my idea, yes. You're like, um, you're like, hey, bitch, you keep talking to me all the time. Stop talking to me and talk to the internet. I think it was actually me who would have, if anything, tried to talk you out of it. But, you know. Good I point. I wasn't successful, apparently. As any quality partner does, I think the best partners in life are the ones who try to convince you to not follow your dreams. Because exactly. you're not good at it. Right? All right. Exactly. If you're listening right now and you're someone's partner and they want to do something creative or really anything outside of you know working nine to five and giving you that money, uh, 
just let them know, like, you know, they say, hey, babe, you know, I want to, I'm thinking about you know, starting comedy or I think about writing a book or a novel or starting a podcast. Just make sure to let them know you're probably going to fail. I'm actually feeling like this one's going okay so far, though. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I don't always listen to your podcast. I never listen to your you podcast. You never listen to my podcast. But I feel like, at least out of the ones I've been, like, this is this is going okay. Yeah, it's going pretty it easily. is. And by the way, nor should you. Okay. Like, nor should you. I don't want my fucking listeners, I don't want, like, my my my, my downloads to just be my fucking <laughs> fiance and my family. Okay. All right? I, I would like it if strangers listen to the show, because that's kind of the... Uh, the, the 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 way to go. I do have to say, I love when people are like, "What are his shows? Do you like going to his shows?" Like, and they'll be like, "Oh, he has a show Thursday. Are you going?" No. Yeah. Why, why would I go to his show? I like, get alone time. Again, nor should you. I mean, all the comics that actually are like working or semi-working or at least active have shows. Comics. None of their fucking, none of their partners or girlfriends. Go to their shows. I support him in the best way possible, financially. Damn straight. All right? Because I don't make shit. Speaking of alone time, though, uh, Spencer's sister came over while he was in Columbia and asked if I missed him. And I said yes. And she's like, oh, I'm glad to hear you say that. I was like, (laughs) what did you expect? I'm glad that you missed him because I, I just thought that everyone was really happy that he was gone. Yeah, she was like, it's it's nice for a sister to hear uh, her future sister-in-law say that. I was like, was I going to say no? Yeah. Like, I mean, she, yeah. I, mean, I think my sister was watching Narcos recently, like the one about Pablo Escobar. And was like, wow, you know, all this murder. I'm pretty glad Spence is over there right now. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, Pablo Escobar, he blew up a plane. Maybe uh, you never know. Speaking of murder in Colombia, you saved someone's life. Oh, I wasn't going to talk about this in okay, the podcast. Well, then never mind. Nah, you but okay. I mean, there was. I, I didn't hear the story yet either. You didn't hear the story? No. Oh, okay, fine. All right. Basic. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, there was like we were at the beach, like on one of we had like a, an afternoon off one day from work, and we went to the the beach. It was a you know a couple miles away. And, dude, there were so many stray dogs, like packs of stray dogs at the beach. And uh, this local kid was just kind of, you know, asking tourists for money. And he came up to us and asked for money. Like, no, we don't we don't got any. Sorry, dude. And then he, there were a couple dogs that were already over us. And the dog and the kid just look at each other. And the dog started flipping the fuck out and, like, going to, like, attack the kid and so like i don't know just kind of out of out of out of my reaction just like pick up the kid and like he's like maybe like eight years old or something like that little kid um and just kind of get him away from these fucking dogs i was i was worried dude that i was gonna get fucking bit and need to get a tetanus shot in the middle of the desert like i didn't know what the fuck i was gonna do that i would have been not tetanus shot sorry rabies shot in the middle of the desert because like what do you have to do if you get let's say you get bit by a rabid dog like you have to get a rabies shot, like, right away, right? Do you know how that is? I don't know. I don't know. I actually had to get a rabies shot before I moved abroad. So I'm surprised they didn't make you get one to go to Columbia. Because where was I going to get rabies in the middle of a major city? Like, But they made me get one. Um, well, I don't think they have... I don't think the State Department is like, which countries on this scale, do they have more rabid dogs here? But... Um, no, but I think I heard like, or at least the way it used to be was if you got bit by a rabid dog, you had to get like several shots in like your stomach or something like that. Like these like 
fat ass hypodermic needles. <sighs> no, thank you. But yeah, dude. So I uh, yeah, I grabbed the kid. And to be honest, I was trying to use the kid as a human shield. All right, trying to save me from the dogs. But uh, everyone, you know, I I'm an idiot, so I turned the wrong way, and now everyone thinks I'm a hero. Which I mean, come on now, I'm very heroic. Do a lot of things, save a lot of people. All right, killed a lot of people, but saved a lot as well. All right. I mean, the first thing his mom ever told me about him was he saved his little sister's life too. So you know. Yeah, by <laughs> yeah, when we were kids, there we were on this fucking cruise ship. Not cruise ship, sorry. Um, we were in England and we were going across the the English Channel to Calais, France, and uh, it's like you don't know, like an hour long fucking thing. It's really short, but you go on like these big um, ferry boats, and they had like a kid play place. And my sister's maybe like five, four, four or five. And she's in there. And I guess from what I remember, I remember seeing in there. So I'm I'm like eight, nine at the time. And then there's this big other fucking shitty fat kid like sitting on. I was also a fat kid, so I'm allowed to say he's fat. That's my F word pass. This fucking piece of shit fat kid was like sitting on my sister. And like, uh, like on, she was, there was like something, basically like she was like, suffocating because he was like uh, there's like this plastic little pad thing that he was sitting on top of her with and i remember just like throwing the kid off of it he starts crying and stuff like that and then i fucking stabbed him in the face i was a crazy 10 year old all right how would you like if that was the real story you were eight and when it ended you were 10 no i don't remember how old she was because i'm five years older than my sister so it was like between like eight to ten years old i don't know i don't really remember how old she was at the time that's kind of like how i base this off Finally, oh, you're starting to calm down now, Cat? Piece of shit. He has to lay by by my feet. He does. He's a good boy. He loves his mom yeah. and is ambivalent about his father. Although this week you would have thought that he missed he missed Spencer a lot while Spencer was in Columbia. I mean, the first day he walked around the whole house looking for Spencer, opening all the cupboards, thinking Spencer fit in them or something. Oh. Like, where's dad? And then he'd just look at me like, I know you did something to him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Kitty. Oh, Kitty. Kitty, would you vote for Kamala Harris? He, he blinked twice. Does that mean no? Well, he, I think he's just looking at you like you're crazy. What, crazy for not liking Kamala Harris? Sure. Yeah. People listening to this are like thinking, like, how much does he devote mental space, headspace to Kamala Harris? Don't worry. Not a lot. It's just she's a fucking joke, man. And it's also, I know that everyone in politics, at least in uh, it was like a now. Let's fuck it. Everyone in politics is a, is you know, is a soulless demon hypocrite, among many other things. I have to say, I definitely devote less headspace to the the current house as opposed to Trump's house. Well, yeah, and I mean, maybe that's a bad thing because like they still is. pass a lot of legislation that I don't like, but at least this time it's like they're not tweeting bad things about it. Yeah, and that's a hundred percent it. I mean, it's. What was the? I mean, I'm not the first person to say this, but there's like the the out to brunch liberals, like, you know, they were very, they were very complacent and like people that actually like religiously watch CNN and MSNBC, which are just basically like wine moms, and like boomers. I well, not basically, yeah, just people that are. I'm a centrist, okay. I'm a. I remember thinking that it was a cool thing to call yourself a centrist. And I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, sh when really, and just people are just nuanced. Like you can have 
varying political opinions without calling yourself a fucking centrist. Because really, a centrist is now is someone who doesn't get anything fucking done. And really, and politicians who call themselves centrists are just Republicans in disguise. Speaking of CNN, while you were gone, I think while you were gone, Chris Cuomo was fired. Good. Good, that he was fucking meatball. He was put on leave last week, and they're like, oh, he'll be back in a few months. And they opened an investigation, and within 24 hours of the investigation being opened, he was fired. Yeah, you know what he was doing? Me tooing people. Well, no, or, I mean, that I is, well, you know, yeah, he yeah. me tooed his boss. Like, it was so crazy. He, imagine, not imagine, but among, so recently, what he was doing, at least, among among also me tooing like, his, his boss. And he was not on the me too end. He was on the, uh, I'll do what I want end bitch um so sorry it's uh no it's okay i get it i'm here you can play with this i get it no that's why i'm always playing with this <clears throat> this uh like this wire right here because i just get like nervous because i think oh god what I am I like no i get it I'm, you know who you're marrying I f- i'm a fidgeter baby no but um what was i just saying what was i just talking about chris Cuomo. oh yeah yeah so what he was doing recently was um obviously his his brother uh, former governor Andrew Cuomo, um, Chris Cuomo, the CNN anchor, he was coaching, um, not only coaching his brother on the uh, on like you know with the press and like how to how to react with them when he was in hot water with the you know with the Me Too scandal on his end with 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 Andrew Cuomo. Was it Andrew? Yeah, Andrew was the governor. Okay. Remember how everyone loved no, him? No, I know, I know it was governor, but I feel like Andrew's the wrong first name. Andrew Cuomo. Okay. Isn't it? I honestly don't remember. Oh, my God. Okay. Gov- former governor of New York, Cuomo. I I'm pretty sure it's fucking... It's, it is Andrew Cuomo. Okay. And I'm pre- I'm, anyway, people listen to this screaming like, it's fucking, you know, Don Giovanni. <laughs> right? Tag the telly. Um, it's okay to be racist towards Italians because they're white. And I don't mean that sarcastically. Oh, but no, what he was doing, Chris Cuomo, the CNN anchor. So he had a couple of things. One, he had his own Me Too thing. Um, I forgot how it was a while ago, but still. Uh, and what he was doing most recently was number one, coaching his own brother using confidential CNN sources, like using the sources yeah. they had on on. He was giving dirt about Andrew Cuomo's accusers to Andrew Cuomo and his team. Like what a fucking piece of shit. Oh, by the way, allegedly for the fucking lawyers, but like anyone's listening to that. But yeah, I mean, what a fucking demon Goomba, Goomba, Gooba. What a, is that racist? Not nah, whatever. He's a fucking meatball. Tagliatelle. Um, yeah, no, I mean, just what a piece of shit. Um, imagine like, even if yes, you love your brother and you want to support your brother. Imagine giving confidential information on on your brother's accusers in order to help him. Like, I'm at, I mean, it's, it's, I hope he dies. Anyway, I hope a lot of people die. That'd be hilarious if like, that was the one thing that would make me want to like, if you, if you betray your journalistic integrity, the death penalty, the death penalty. Do you think that's a fair punishment? No, but also speaking of the death penalty, uh, Scott Patterson was taken off. Uh, Scott Peter Scott Peterson was taken off death row this week. Oh damn, that's a name I haven't heard for a while. Yeah, he was taken off death row this week and given life in prison instead. I mean, because they found evidence that like something, but then Lacey Peterson's family was like, "We're not going through trial again." 
So mm-hmm. the judge just ruled inside. I don't know the whole story, but life life in prison versus death penalty, which I think is more of a punishment anyway. Yeah, so. I mean, I the death penalty is stupid. Uh, I mean, I no one has the right to take a human life, and that includes as punishment. Unfortunately, I mean, I've, of course, I say this as someone who's never been, you know, who's never had. Well, no, I have actually had. I've had family members that were. Um, killed by you know in in crimes but um you know like if it was my you know my significant other or my child my mother you know i would of course i would be saying the opposite because what is it i am a hypocrite no but but really that no one has the right to take a human life the death penalty is fucking stupid and hey you know what well maybe we maybe we take a page out of my favorite favorite party you know them you love them the ccp china the chinese communist party make them work so hard they wish they were dead you know what i'm saying i do remember why they brought the case back there was jury tampering because of the the way they chose the jury because of their beliefs about the death penalty and then they loved it or they didn't i think that they loved it like they were like all like super gung-ho about it so then it came back in scott peterson's um former attorney was like well, I'm bringing this back on the table because there was jury tampering and uh, the judge was like okay do you want to go back to trial and Lacey Peterson's family were like no and the judge was like okay let's move it to life in prison interesting very interesting mm-hmm. I would love to meet someone who's just like I fucking love the death penalty alright you litter dead you know slander dead Greg Abbott dead I mean, hey, shout out to Duterte, Duarte, the Filipino president, or I think he's president. I don't think they do prime ministers there. But yeah, I don't know. I think he's still in power. I think he is stepping down soon, though, because he's like old as dirt. And he's, I mean, it's probably got to take a lot out of you, you know, murdering thousands of people. You think it would be, you think it's tiring? Yeah. But I was going to say, if there's anyone here that's like for the death penalty, like my vote is uh, Greg Abbott. Who's Greg Abbott? Governor of Texas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, you gotta love... Did you know that he's actually a paraplegic? I didn't know that. Yeah, right, neither did I. Yeah. I didn't, he's in a fucking wheelchair. Or is, I don't think that makes it a part... Wait, yeah. Parap- I think paraplegics are wheelchairs. Quadriplegics are like... They don't have any use of their of their bodily functions or whatever the fuck you want to call it. They can't use any appendages. Ma- Madison Crawley is also paraplegic and he's scum. Who the fuck's Madison Crawley? A uh, house member in North Carolina. I should, I'm usually better at this. He's like the super young 25-year-old, dropped out of college at 19, just got elected in 2020, uh, dropped out of college at 19. Um, and that's why I hate him. Was in a drunk driving accident where his... Buddy was super drunk and I think killed someone in the other car, left him paraplegic. And while he was running for Congress, he had 67 open sexual assault cases against him and he still got elected. I'm just going to say that. Like, bam. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Mm-hmm. But at least he's not a communist. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank fucking God. No, I mean, shit. Uh, I think it was, I think, I can't remember if it was North Dakota or South Dakota. One of the Dakotas, the attorney fucking general allegedly killed somebody in a drunken driving accident and just left them dead on the side of the road and just kept going and there's he he will face no punishment for it what a fucking world all right it 
We have a lot of fun on this podcast, don't we? We do. Man, we should definitely, um, I think we should just devote the rest of this podcast. You know, no, this is, this is serious now. I know we've been having a fun time, but this is serious, babe, Brittany. Okay. I think that what would heal America most and, uh, what would I think bring us all together? Harris Buttigieg, twenty twenty four. Bring it, all right. I was gonna say ayahuasca, but you know, <laughs> ayahuasca. I, I, we literally just vote for ayahuasca for twenty twenty four president. No, we just all take it. I mean, that would probably be the only way for us to not elect another soulless fucking demon corporatist again. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. I appreciate you. Um, we're gonna wrap this up. Sorry for the delay. I know it was a couple weeks, but you know, a couple guests fell through and I had to get ready for the trip. And um, oh, yeah, I was supposed to talk about that trip on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, we and got to an to hour. Talk so much, but well. It's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. It's, I, I, it's, this is a good show. This is a good episode. But uh, thank you again for listening, everybody. I appreciate your patience with the, you know, how long it took out to get a new episode. Um, I know you're probably mad at me, but you know what would be a great way for us to kind of mend this bridge? I think the best way for us to heal as a country, besides Harris Buttigieg 2024, patreon.com slash the tangents pod. All right. And if you are mad at him, you just know what it's like to be engaged to him now. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yesterday you were telling me, uh, I'm so excited to get married. Um, do you know where the nearest gun store is? That was a conversation. It was a conversation, yeah. And I, yeah. And then I Google searched it after he was like, don't Google search that. Don't Google search that. You're going to, you're going to pop up at my work email again. All right. Because I work for the FBI. Yeah. No, I just, I Google all the things all the time, no matter what they are, all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All the things. How to get rid of a dead body. I Googled that. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I've Googled how to make math. I've I've Googled a lot of things, you know. Google thinks you're a fucking psychopath. Probably. As they should. I've Googled what is the quickest poison to leave someone's body. Like I've Googled some really crazy things and Jesus not Christ. arrested yet. So Jesus Christ. Out there. All right. Hey, I love you. Patreon.com slash the tangents pod. Please, I appreciate all the support that I've gotten from the, the patrons. Um, it means a lot that uh, you're liking what the show's doing. And, you know, we're working to get better. We're working to make this uh, a more prepared podcast. <clears throat> but uh, it's still in the vein of tangents, baby. I love you. Thank you. Bye-bye.